are there any actual rappers who are like actually qualified to be president of the United States? Not like a Kanye West 2020 type of, but is there anybody who could actually be president of the rappers that exist right now? Because mm. I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of rappers with felonies. I mean, everyone's going to say Jay-Z. I don't think Jay-Z. I, I would vote for Jay-Z. I would vote for Jay-Z vote too, for Jay-Z. probably. But like, but who doesn't have any felonies? Who's actually qualified to be president? Who could um, say something or do something or be about will something? We, will we like, vote for most deaf? I don't know, man. I think I would be intrigued by most. I'll be into his campaign. I mean, I guess I'd vote for most. I think I would vote for most death as like the lesser of two evils. I don't know if I'd like. <laughs> you wouldn't go. Enthusiast? Would I enthusiastically vote for most death? You don't think most death is gonna try to push like a real, uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> A real semi hotepi agenda upon us that might like lead to more problems. I mean, it's having any felonies, but I mean, uh, I guess when you put it that way, I think I'd just be interested in what he would like, how he would run, what his campaign would look like. Because I mean, we don't really get a lot of most, right? I mean, he does, no. he's not out here in the media a lot, but you know, he's in tune. Yeah, he's in tune. He's, I don't want to say woke, but he's not asleep. I would read the New York Times profile on most Def running for president. Absolutely, that'd be great. They'd have he'd have my attention. Mm, but who else? Who else is like Macklemore? Could Macklemore be president? <laughs> Macklemore would definitely win. Macklemore would he definitely would win. win. Yeah, Macklemore yeah, might Ellen win. Ellen's device is oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah, if I think yeah, if Macklemore runs, Macklemore I think Macklemore would Ellen? have. I think you would have to pick another white person to run with him. Ryan Lewis? No. <laughs> no. I don't think people even know what Ryan Lewis looks like. <laughs> yeah, people be like, like who no. is this little who's guy with right? sunglasses on next to the He's Macklemore, the one who's always like, there. I mean, kind of. He's, He's in just the background, there. You never see him. Oh Ellen, though, Ellen in her show would make for like the perfect platform to win. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. You know what? I didn't know she was in hip hop, but okay. She was with Macklemore. Remember when she brought him on the show? Uh, yeah, she Ellen is hip hop. She's like uh, done the Nene before. I mean, she's like, doesn't right. that make Ellen hip hop? I mean, like, she definitely bought Macklemore's last album. Oh, for, for sure. sure. She's oh. probably the only person. Can we see her Spotify? Spotify? <laughs> I'd be so interested. Ooh, oh, like, like a Twitter account? Like, like have you seen these where it's like Ariana Grande's Spotify is currently streaming? Like, an old pe- people will be like, she just skipped. Wait, oh. wait, you can see that for real? I don't know. They could be making it up for all oh, I yes, know. Too many trolls. It, but I would love if we could see like what they're playing on a regular basis. Yeah, me too. But um, LP, LP running for president. LP running for president. I mean, I think LP is <laughs> for the masses. LP is probably much safer than Killer Mike, even though I probably vote for Killer Mike before I vote for LP. Right. It's like you're opting in. Like, but, but LP seems like a safe, like he doesn't have yeah. any issues with him. He doesn't have any baggage. Right. I don't know of any like LP scandals. Well, first of all, I have to go look like, back at his old tweets from like 2011. We're not going to do that. <laughs> there's, <laughs> always an, there's always an old tweet. Just wipe your account. Lurky. Like, why not? Why not just account. clean it? Like there's nothing on your account that's that like worth yeah. saving anyway. Like just mm, clean it off and just start a new. But they will find it. So... If LP has nothing in the back catalog of his Twitter account, I would be into it. I'm not mad at that. I, mean, I will say he is on my running list of top five uh, non famous, non problematic white dudes. Is need, he? He made the top five. I need an acronym for it. Well, first of all, there's Ooh. there's never more than five. There's never more than five because there is no more than <laughs> because five. you're not gonna find. There is no more than five. What about Chris Evans? Does Chris Evans qualify as non-problematic white guy? See, I don't even know. I'm not even familiar with his policies. Like, what would Chris Evans? <sighs> wait, Chris Evans or Chris Pratt? Chris, which one's Chris? Which? No, wait. Which did Chris I say is he? One? Captain? No, Captain America is Chris Evans. I don't. I think I feel like when I see Chris Evans retweets come down my time. I don't know why I see Chris Evans retweets come down my time. Because you believe I in Captain America. I do. I believe in. Wow. He could probably run for president, honestly. He, yeah, <laughs> Captain, Captain America. I mean, if the Terminator can. I don't see any reason why. I could Whoa! <laughs> like, let's say everybody can. Our see. history books gonna look crazy. Like wild. <laughs> it's gonna look, it's gonna look wild. insane. It's gonna look crazy. Oh, this is the something to say podcast, by the way. I'm Jai. I'm you. And I'm Christina. And we're here. 
in Southwest Atlanta. Man. So what? What are we we drinking today? We're drinking gin and and lime. Do not forget the lime. The lime is in effect, and maybe if one of these fine people who uh, (laughs) make this seltzer water and or this gin that we're drinking wants to like drop a couple dollars in our bucket, then we can say who. You're asking for a sponsorship this early. I mean, if they got money to spend, I've got checks to cash. We're drinking Bombay and, you know, Juicy J and Bombay. They're already in hip-hop. They, they are, yeah. They support us. Yeah. Look, i seen Juicy J at the ripe age of 40 down a whole bottle of Bombay gin on stage and still performed. When was this? Uh, like A3C 2012. Wow. That's yeah. hard living. Like 2012. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was like cold bottle on stage is just downing the thing. And I'm looking at him like, how is this possible? What are you doing with your life? Like, what does Juicy J's insides look like? Oh, man. Better than Trump's. <laughs> That's a bar. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I would vote for Juicy J, by the way. Oh, I would definitely vote for Juicy J. I think his policies would be fire. Yeah. Pro weed. Pro weed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pro weed. Pro sex work. Holiday. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, you know what? Pro health care. Like, yeah. The inauguration party would be so much. Insane. There would be no three doors down. No. (laughs) I think there would probably be like barbecue off like the back of trucks on like. (laughs) They have like hustle and flow playing in the background. Oh wait, yeah, that's why you vote for Juicy J because then we'll actually get like a banging national anthem. Yo, can we rewrite the national anthem? Like, is that possible? As a president, can you just say we're gonna rewrite this thing? I don't see why the fuck not. I don't don't know. I don't know of any laws that even like have cemented the national anthem as the national anthem. Like, I figure at this point we can do what we want to do. Listen, I mean, America was founded in, like, what, 1776? We are now in the age of Francis Scott Keys, not Francis Scott Key, so we just need to keep up with the times. Mm. Mm. How long have you been holding on to that? How long have you been holding on to that? That was way too smooth. You've done that before. I have absolutely not. <laughs> That's not the first time you dropped that bar. <laughs> Come on this podcast and pull your parlor tricks with us. I'm not. Like one of those people who's gonna go on a hot ninety seven with a pre prepared freestyle. Like that's just okay. not my. you real one. Oh, you don't. Spit, you don't spit from your blackberry. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Damn. Damn. You hear that? You rappers out there. Man, the times have changed. Remember when rappers used to freestyle for real? Like off the top, had to had to do it. Yeah, like it was kind of mandatory. Will we ever get back to that? Will what it do ever you mean? matter? Well, I mean, I feel like everyone now spits like pre-writtens or they, you know, they show up to the radio stations and don't rap at all. Are we just going to forget that Black Thought happened? No, 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 no. I mean, that was different. But even he said some of that was written. He should run for president. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Black Thought has well, my vote. Quest Love as the vice? Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Can you imagine the friendship bracelets that would ensue? Like Barack Obama <laughs> and Joe Biden style? The bumper stickers would be ill. Mm-hmm. Like just the afro and like a fedora. And it would just be like, that would be dope. That would definitely be dope. Why yeah. have they not done that yet? Like this, that's Run just, for president? It's way too easy, yes. <laughs> that's an easy win. <laughs> like what? And I, and, I, and I honestly think they could like, I think white people would love Black Thought and Questlove. Like, I, mean, I don't think it would be hard do. to like, yeah, yeah. Like, like the fact they have a built-in like rapport with the white community already. Like, yeah, I feel like they could, yeah. Using the night show to really run the campaign, like oh. to broadcast their views, like that would be insane. I feel like they should do it. Because I've never met a person that didn't like Questlove or Black Thought. Yeah, how I do mean, you fix your face to say something negative about n- Black Thought or Questlove? Like, never seen it. Non-existent. They would win easy. What was it? Michelle Bachman? Was it Michelle Bachman who they made fun of by? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one yeah, time yeah. it was like well, she said something crazy, didn't she? Yes. Well, it was she was a guest on the show, and you know how the Roots always prepare like the walk-on music, and they try yeah. to make and, it an inside joke, right? And um, they decided to play "Lion's Bitch" by Fishbone. Yes, and it went right over her head. It did, but it but this was in the age of Twitter at the same time, so yeah, they weren't like, gonna <laughs> they weren't gonna get away with that. Yeah, like oh no, we know that sounds so funny, but I can see if it didn't go well. Oh, it didn't at all. It I didn't. Got, I gotta pull it up because I totally missed it. I well, who didn't it. it go well with? It didn't go well with Fox News, or it didn't go well with like everybody. Well, 
And comedian Jimmy Fallon's band The Roots is getting heat for the song it played on last night's show to bring out guest GOP presidential candidate Michelle Bachman. Watch and listen. Please welcome to the show Minnesota Congresswoman Michelle Bachman. <laughs> When people realized that the song was called Lying Ass Bitch. It turned into a thing. They were accused of misogyny. Right. And what? so there, there's actually a moment in uh, Questlove's memoir, uh, Mo Meadow Blues, where he talks about how they thought they were going to get fired. Because like Jimmy Fallon was like not happy with it. The network was not happy with it, basically. Really? Mm-hmm. At that particular time. Because I guess the whole thing with, uh, late night TV, it's supposed to be like apolitical or whatever. And it was never really about taking a stance. Which, if you think about it, I mean, considering like the Wonder Bread host that late night TV has seen, it kind of makes sense. But is that on Jimmy Fallon's show? Is that because everybody else doesn't seem apolitical at all? There's nothing apolitical about Colbert or, or Kimmel. Or... It's such a weird. I mean, it's easy to think about, it's easy to see that now because I think. Trump has polarized people to such a degree, but like Jimmy, Jim, uh, Jimmy Kimmel wasn't like the most upstanding guy before Trump became president. Right. I don't remember him taking a stance on shit. Like what didn't he do? What the man show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I had an interesting experience this weekend. Okay. It has absolutely nothing to do with what we were just talking about. I went to a two chains concert. At the Fourth Ward Historic Fourth Ward Park. Okay. Okay. It's been, you know, renovated and redone. It's nice. The M the uh, MLS is having an All Star Weekend here in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta United, big popular soccer team. And um, at this Two Chains concert, there was a white girl behind me screaming his name, but screaming his government name, like Tahid. Tahid. <laughs> and like the first time I heard it, I laughed. And then the second time I thought to myself, like, I think this is a white girl who's saying this, but I had to turn around just to make sure. And I turned around, I looked at her, and she Tahi. I was like, oh man, <laughs> this is crazy. The neighborhood has fucking changed. Yeah, the neighborhood yeah. is very but it was the most like like to be in Fourth Ward Park. It, where it's been totally regentrified and like hear a white girl screaming Tahid, Tahid, Tahid. I was like, yo, this is this is where we at nowadays. Like, like do you think she met him before? Or she no, was on no idea. Saw his first name. And we went yeah, to yeah, high yeah, school yeah, together. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to see what what encourages you to say a rapper's real name. I have no idea. Maybe just like that's crazy. Pop culture, maybe like maybe, maybe she's maybe she saw people on Twitter calling him Tahid and she like, was like oh. maybe Titty Boy. Like I can see like if you're right. like, oh, an old school fan, you've been around since Player Circle, you might call him Titty Boy. Right? Yeah, or you know you call him Two Chains. Two Chains is cool, but my man's government name. Yeah, seriously, screaming that seriously. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far back were you? Or how close were you? Um, from the stage, I want to say maybe. I don't know, 200 feet. She's wild. 200 She's feet, 200 feet, maybe tops. Yeah, she meant it though. Like, <laughs> that tall he came from her soul. Like, she really wanted it to be known that, like, I know who Two Chains is. Right. Like, and can you just set the scene for Old Fourth War real quick for those who haven't had the pleasure? So, well, <laughs> what, what the Fourth War in Atlanta used to be and what the Fourth War is now is very different. There's a lot of, right now it's very nice. I'll give them that. It's, there's a lot of condos, a lot of um, new residential areas, a lot of new businesses, little uh, boutique uh, hipsterish type restaurants, uh, Pond City Market. Which is like a statue. Yo, just shook his head. Why? <laughs> it's like the, 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 yeah, the statue of gentrification. Um, but it's a it's a very like it's a very nice neighborhood that says white people please come live here again. Yes. When I lived on I lived on Edgewood back in two thousand seven, and like the apartment that we stayed in was like probably like the beginning of the gentrification like it was a brand new building at the time i think it had only been open like maybe seven or eight months or whatever the case is but there was no like 
there was no mother. There was no. I, mean, I think church was there because church has been there for a while. But mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff that's on Edgewood now that people go to was there was no Harold's Chicken on Edgewood. There was no music room. There was no like whiskey distillery. <laughs> like can't imagine Joystick being there. Joystick definitely was not <laughs> there at all. Like where Joystick was was like dope boys in like huge t-shirts with crack and guns on them. Like that's what you would see on Edgewood at like two, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. 10 years ago. And now Edgewood is like people walk their dogs and ride their bikes. I think there's like a uh, some type of like yoga fitness place on the corner or something like that. They haven't put a smooth. I'm waiting for the smoothie place to come in. It's so the smoothie place come it's in. It's really, really a rat. Like that's when you know it's over. When they start making like fresh juices out of like, you know, avocados, limes, and like papaya juice on the corner, that that's when you know it's like really, really over. So yeah, to have this like, just to have the white girl screaming tall heat, I just thought was just a funny thing. Because I was like, wow, like, okay. And this is for soccer? Yeah. The MLS, apparently, they have, I looked at it as their first attempt to, like, bring black people to soccer, right? Like, I think Atlanta United is really popular in the city. I see that they have, I, I've seen black people that go to the game. Right. But I haven't seen any particular marketing around the city that said, like, Hey, we're in a black city. Like, you mean besides two chains? Because didn't two chains yeah. serve as kind of like the the ambassador so, or something like yeah. that? Yeah, did something. Yeah, but I mean, him and Rich Homie Quan did something. Rich Homie Quan got a piece of that. Uh, I know uh, one of my homeboys went to a show, went to a game, and he was there like heavy. Oh, and he's been doing like photography for all the games. So Rich Homie pops up a lot. So I didn't know if he had something to do with it, but I know he's he's at a lot of games. Okay. Well, that's good then, because like I haven't like when I see billboards or signs or things like that, I just didn't expect two chains to perform at the Atlanta United, you know, MLS All Star festivities in Atlanta. Like I would think that they would choose someone safer or just someone more international, because soccer is like, you know, or football for those of you who are listening who are like offended by the whole concept of soccer. Right. But it's like you know, our best player is. From Ecuador, I think Mexico. I haven't been paying attention this much. I'm trying to get into the Atlanta United. You're just here for the two chains concert. I'm here for the two chains concert. Like the soccer is cool. Like I like soccer, but it's just I don't. I haven't been paying attention as much, so I have no idea. But I know that obviously, like it's international game, right? Right. And here's two chains. Like I thought, yeah. You know, I just thought they would maybe pick a safer thing, but it was dope. Like the crowd was really mixed. It was probably a fifty-fifty crowd as far as like if we're just talking about white and black. You know, it was probably a 50-50 crowd. It was a lot of people there. It was a good time. How was the new record he performed? I saw it. Oh, the new record is dope. Yeah. The new record is fire. And it's a very Atlanta record. Super Atlanta record. He's, uh, Mike Will produced it. It sampled uh, Lil John and Too Short, Couldn't Be a Better Player. Wow. And it's one of those, like, 90, I'm, 90% of the people listening to that song who would, like, run to listen to the new 2 Chain song probably will have zero idea, like, what that is or that it was even a sample like that but like that song used to go crazy in the club and this is like 90 i think the song came out in 98 that was like around the time when i just got a fake id so like i'm going i'm in places (laughs) that i'm not supposed to be like listening to what djs are playing in the club in atlanta and like i just remember that song being one of those records like yeah Oh my god! So when I heard, as soon as I heard that it's like a little piano drop, as soon as I heard the piano drop, I said, "Oh man, he did this!" Like, it was crazy. Plus, the whole song is about it's called "Ex Drug Dealer" and it's all about all the famous people he sold drugs to before he like turned his life over to rap. And he's saying names, so I guess that makes it cool too. Like, he shouted out pretty much everybody in Atlanta. Plus, like, he shouted out like Big Toon. He shouted out. Uh, he shouted out Ludacris. Um, I know he said Jeezy. He said he sold Jeezy. He said he sold to Allen Iverson. He said he sold to... <laughs> he said he sold drugs to a lot of people. But it was a dope song. So I'm excited to hear like what the album... He said the album wouldn't be out until September. He didn't give a date, but he just said... his. I think his birthday is in September. He said he wanted to put it out around his birthday. So we got a little while to go before this thing comes out. He's talking about being an ex-drug dealer. At a football game. That's what I'm yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're at right now. That's hip hop. Yeah, that's hip hop. <laughs> like, 
Like that's 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 literally what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to talk about drugs in front in this family environment and how we sold them and what we used to do to them and like that's yeah. So, so shout hip- out to I know. Well, hip hop and sports have like an interesting relationship in particular. Um, and I was thinking this would be a good time to like kind of reflect on Atlanta hip hop and Atlanta sports, um, and what that relationship has looked like. Um, I mean, in the early Outcast videos, I guess I remember like a Braves jersey mm-hmm. and a Falcons jersey, but you know, there was never really soccer. And then, like with the Hawks, yeah. eh? Am I wrong? Did you have to do that? What? Did you have to do that? <laughs> that, that I think people me. love Dominique, but I don't think that Dominique yeah. ever was like. I don't remember. I could be wrong, but I don't remember Dominique Wilkins ever being in rap videos. Nah. Or being. He wasn't like, in Welcome to Atlanta. Well, that's like wait, I'm talking about like when Dominique was Dominique though. Oh, in like the early '90s, like like you didn't kick me out yet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been sent away to Boston. I haven't traded away to Boston. Like I'm still the man. Fuck you. Yeah, my Jerry curl still dripping. I'm still out here dunking on people like that, Dominique. I didn't see. I didn't. You know, it didn't feel like he got that same type of like. Either maybe he didn't want it, or people were just like, "Ah, oh, Dominique Wilkins is cool, but we're not trying right. to be like you. We're trying to be like the Falcons." Okay, okay, right. I mean, That's what I wanted to be like. I wanted to be like Dion. He he didn't have the same kind of presence that Michael Vick had. Yeah, no, oh. not at all. You different. know, Michael Vick was showing them music videos, like yeah. that. Which music videos? Let's. What it was a uh, rubber band man. Yeah, the Ti yeah. giant. Yeah, Usher yeah, was yeah. in it too. Usher was in it. Yeah, like, Usher was in the rubber band man video. Too. When um when Vick did. He had reflected on being a Falcon and being a quarterback in Atlanta, and he mentioned that moment about like how like culturally important that was. That was the undefeated interview, I think. Uh, no, I think he did something. It wasn't. I, I remember reading that publication, okay. but right. it was like an open letter that he right. did to the Falcons. Uh, before oh, the I read that. that. That was that amazing. Was. Yeah. I read that. that. But I remember when he mentioned that video, and it was like because he knew it was a moment. Like the sports and hip hop in Atlanta have like a presence for real. But especially, I remember that moment being so big because, you know, T.I. was coming up, Usher was popping, and then it's like having Michael Vick there with him being like the quarterback, the quarterback for the yeah. Lion Falcons. It was huge. Well, I mean, in a lot of ways, like Mike Vick continued on there was a lot of space between Deion Sanders and Michael Vick. Right. And Atlanta hadn't really had that type of superstar athlete that had the flair and all those, you know, and the celebrities since Deion. Right. And to me, that's what, like, I was born in St. Louis. I moved here when I turned 13. I just turned 13 when I moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But even living in St. Louis, my mother's from down here, so I, you know, I knew about Atlanta. But what made me an Atlanta Falcons fan was Deion Sanders. He just made it look cool. True. Like he came in, he was flamboyant, he had a limo, he had gold and chains and sunglasses and girls and like he was that guy. He's dancing on the field and he just made it look cool. And then when he came out with the when he actually started rapping and he had that, you know, affiliation with MC Hammer that made him like a rap star. He- After Dion left Atlanta, it was kind of like there weren't any more superstars in the yeah. athletic field like that. You know, there were guys who, you know, people might have liked, but we didn't have another Dion Sanders. And he, no one gave us that kind of energy until Mike Vick came around. Mm, that's a good point. The city was just different. After that, like after he left, oh, yeah. He was like, you could tell? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I, I feel like Falcons, I mean, Falcons games turned into. An event. It was like you know, you didn't know what Mike Vick was gonna do. Nah, he didn't. Like any given play, he might run for seventy yards, or he might you know, juke somebody and break their ankles. It, it might be something <laughs> crazy, and you just you wanted to see what was gonna happen. And then it was, and on top of all that, he was a black quarterback, right? And that's mm-hmm. his own other thing in the NFL with you know black quarterbacks and you know 
technically he was a stereotypical black quarterback. Like the way they think of black quarterbacks in the NFL is that they're not that cerebral, that they're more athletic, that they're not great passers. They're just athletes who, you know, probably run fast or be quick or whatever. They're the just case brute was. force. Right. And he was that thing. He wasn't a great Mike Vick wasn't a great passer. He was an amazing runner. He was fast. But like that was his gift and nobody was better at it than him. So it was like, why wouldn't you do what you're good at? You know? And he did that, you know, to the nth degree until he decided to like fight pit bulls and like fucked it all up for everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't really learn of all that until, like, the Atlanta episode, the Donald Glover Atlanta episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea because that was, like, before my time in Atlanta. But, like, um, it's, like, strip club, strip club. They're at Onyx. I was like, oh, I recognize that scene. I've been to Onyx before. I've been to Onyx before. I've been fucked over at Onyx so many times out of my money before. But but then with the Michael Vick scene, I was like, oh, man, okay. So this is a part of Atlanta history that I need to learn. You go back and you watch like the fucking uh, what is it like sixty minutes interview? Oh yeah, where he sits down and and is having to like atone for everything. Like he's like, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. That was heartbreaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly. You know, my father's from uh, Virginia, so Michael Vick was huge in our house. Virginia Tech, yeah. Like just the fact that he went to VA and he came to Atlanta, and my pops moved to Atlanta, so it was like. That's his quarterback. Right. That's his quarterback. Even though he's not from here, he related to Michael Vick to the point where it was like everyone had Vick jerseys. Everyone yeah. was watching every game. He was a season ticket holder. So when the dog thing happened, oh, my pops was crushed. But that's why, like, when I seen Michael Vick in Atlanta, it was like Donald Glover knew, like, how important that was. Yeah. Like, even though it was, like, for a small moment. That's all it took. And like the best, the best moment of that whole episode is when they get back in the limo and she's like, "It's Michael Vick." It's Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 did you think you really? had no shot ever in your entire life? At your best, you had no shot. This is a plot twist. Like I know that episode happened with Michael Vick racing people outside. My homie works at Uptown Comedy Club uh, on the South Side. And he was like, he texted me. He was like, bro, Cat Williams is here playing pool for $100. And he was just shooting pool there for like an hour and a half. What? Yes. And that's not an Atlanta episode. No, it's not. But it's just like how Cat just showed up right. and was just shooting pool. And he was like, bro, he was like, people was like intimidated because like Cat can shoot and he's talking shit. <laughs> oh, you know oh, he's talking shit. He's talking shit. You know so he's running it's like, He was like. I mean, everyone was like, yo, you got $100? Like, yeah, I got $100. But you think you can beat Cat? Yeah. Like, you think, right? Like, God damn, wow. I don't want to beat Cat Williams. It's literally, he said, he, bro, I can show you the text. He was like, Cat Williams is here dressed like a tiger. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Wait, what do you mean? What do you like mean? I have no clue. <laughs> what? I had no clue. Your and friend is fired. Look, when I pulled up to pick him up from work, he was like, yo, Cat's over there in the corner. And I didn't want to, like, I was weird. Like, I didn't want to, like, approach him. Look, man, it's Cat Williams. You just never know. Yeah. You just can't be pulling up on Cat to see if he's dressed like a tiger. You just can't do yeah. that. So you couldn't fact check? Is that what you're telling us? I I didn't know what he was You opted out of that Look, experience. Man, I really did. I opted out. I did. I didn't want it to be weird. You ever see someone famous? I just saw Akon bowling yesterday, and we did not want to go over. Yeah, okay. It's been a little weird couple days. Can Akon <laughs> bowl? <laughs> oh, my God. Can he? Yeah. He's amazing. Really? Is yeah. he? Akon Campbell, this said over there on um at uh Midtown Bowl. He's yeah. been there two days in a row. We was there last night, but he's been there Sunday with Julio Jones and then he came back on Monday and bowled with uh Sammy of all people, which is really weird. That's really wow. weird. But like Akon got his own bowl, Akon got a crazy form. And like it was wild. But like the weird part was we're next to them and we're like, that's Akon. But no one knows. And then an Akon song comes on over the intercom, right? They've been playing Future all night, but all of a sudden they start playing Akon. All and of a sudden. We were like, it's a rash of Akon songs break out. Someone knows it. <laughs> Clearly. So we're kind of trying to make eye contact. Like, hey, that's Akon. And, you know, he was just very cool. We didn't want to bother him. Like, the same thing, like, something you don't want to bother people. You don't want to, like, be like overwhelming on top of them, but he he can bowl. I wouldn't bowl against Akon, honestly. Well, not, for no, not for no money. 
Why no Julio? It's not interesting you say Julio because I've heard that Julio Jones is a is a bowler. Yeah, he's about that bowling life. Uh, This is the Atlanta hip hop sports collection (laughs) that I've been searching for this entire time. Here we are. They said Julio comes and bowls in the daytime. He was like, he doesn't want to be really be seen, so like he gets there at like two or three. Same. He bowls and then he bounces, but he kind of then was bowling late, so he showed up and of course people were going crazy. But no one knew. Like when I tell you, you wouldn't recognize Akon. You would. What not does he even look like him. now? He's like buff. He put the on fuck? Some He's too. like buff from bowling. Yes. It and has then to he be. had like this really low hat on, so you didn't really know if it was just like a guy, or if it was really the he made soul survivor. We was tripping. He's a bull survivor <laughs> now. Right, a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what I like about Atlanta because it's the city's as weird as the show. You just don't know who's gonna pop up. Things you don't know happen. who you'll see. Yeah, things look like you can go to the Uptown Comedy Club and lose a hundred dollars to Cat Williams, or mm-hmm. you can just go bowling with your friends and be next to Akon for an hour and a half. Yeah, it, it happens. happens. <laughs> that should be like the the, the, the <laughs> Atlanta mantra. It happens. It it shrug. Like, yeah, it shrug. Really yeah. We'll have an entire episode dedicated to Andre 3000 run-ins because I don't think we can. Oh, man. I don't think we could even. Having a damn. Wait, have yeah. both of y'all met him? Yeah. No. I have an amazing Andre yeah. 3000 run-in. It wasn't even a run-in. Well, I guess it was a run-in, but it wasn't like on accident. But maybe we'll get to that as a, another episode. Yeah, we got to do another episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll do I, episode. I didn't have a run-in, but I saw him on the... Sh- no, I can't tell y'all. But look, I, let's just say... <laughs> let's just say it's not my fault. Place, it's not my fault. I wanted to meet him, and I didn't meet him, but my brother does have a signed copy of AT Aliens. Wow. Due to the same circumstance, but... I didn't get a chance to meet him because oh somebody didn't believe me. And that's the, all I'm going to say. It's wow. the worst story ever. That's oh, a good it's, tease, oh, It's terrible. <laughs> that's a good tease. There's no uh, telling when right, we're going to we'll, do we'll this. We'll do an Andre episode, but that's the teaser. If you want to know the story, it's a very heartbreaking story. I'll, I'm telling you. That sounds I'm still yeah. upset about it. Mine is a little bit more happier than that one. I can so I guess, I guess, oh I, guess, guys. So I guess. I guess maybe it would be like the tale of two Andres. <laughs> <laughs> the tale of two stacks. Well, that's we, the episode uh, name. We already got that. Like, we, we'll yeah, set, yeah, we'll yeah, set yeah. this up soon. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll that that yeah, was just we'll too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I was just thinking about 21 Savage performing for the Hawks. Remember? Were you there? No, I was not, unfortunately. Okay. That's I very was not there. But that was, that was a moment. That was a moment. When was this? This was over the past couple years. That's like last year, actually. Okay. Yeah. This is recent. He performed, uh, I think last season, he performed at Phillips Arena. And that was like a big thing, I mm. think, because like rappers perform for it. Like Jeezy's performed, T.I.'s performed. But, you know, Savage is still one of like the newer upcomers mm-hmm. that had the opportunity to perform for the Hawks. And it was a big deal. It was yeah. a big deal. Yeah, I actually saw Cap G perform. Not you mentioned really? it. Yeah, I saw Cap G perform at halftime and after the game when the Hawks played OKC. Really? Yeah, I think it was the last – it wasn't the last game of the season, but it was, like, later in the season, like, near the end of the season. And, yeah, Cap G, he did a halftime performance and he did an after-the-game uh, after performance. I said, okay, Cap G. Is any rapper sitting courtside at the Hawks game? At that particular one or well, just, like, just in general? Period. Like, who like who's showing up? Migos. Migos. Yeah. Two Chains. Two Chains been devoted. Yeah, I've seen Chains in several uh, Hawks games. Um, I've seen Future. I went to a Celtics game and saw Future courtside. Yeah, I saw Future. Gucci. Gucci proposed to. Gucci proposed. Uh, How did we forget? He is the official one. mascot of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he got season tickets for life. Yeah, I, I feel like you have so. to give Gucci a seat. So. Like, this is Gucci's yeah. seat. Like, right. This is just what it is. And wasn't he you performing that day, too? Probably. Mm, they, I hope so. Yeah. He I made it a whole thing. Yeah. 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 But that's interesting. Like, the hip-hop connection to the Hawks. Right. I don't know if there's any any players that's been in videos recently. You know? Anybody that's showed up in videos. I think. No, because uh, I, I feel like they didn't have that kind of... I feel like the only guy that played for the Hawks recently that probably would have showed up in a music video is Dennis Schroeder or maybe uh, maybe Baysmore. No, there was a Hawk 
and the Young Dro video for um I can't think of it. God. Oh my God, Young Dro forever. Yeah, you know, there's a Young. I'd vote for Young Dro for president, just to make it clear. So there's no I'll confusion I'll never about. forgive Crayola for not giving Young Dro a color. He definitely <gasps> should have had a He deserved a color. Like that, that was like... He did. He yeah. 100% deserved a whole no, color. No, for sure. Like, if I... If, I would have tried to work that out. Like, somebody should have... If it wasn't Crayola, I would have gone to Pantone. If it wasn't Pan, I'd have found some... I'd have gone to, like, uh, 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 Sherwin-Williams. I would have gone to somebody... <laughs> The, the, the deals with paints and colors or markers or something. We just figured that shit out. No, I'm gonna find out. It's definitely a Young Dro video. It's a not a recent one. Maybe like four or five years ago. I almost want to say it was Joe Johnson. Showed up in a Young Dro video. It's, I can see that. It's super yeah, random. I forgot the Joe Johnson. Yeah, I can um, see that. Damn, it's not the We Be in the City song. Never mind. I'm gonna come back to it because I'm gonna show you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Like this football season, right? Because what do you mean? Well, because there's this like strange confluence of circumstances. It's like the Super Bowl is in Atlanta this year. That's right. right. It is. The okay. Falcons have a better than average chance of potentially making the Super Bowl, and if they were to make the Super Bowl, it would be the first NFL team to ever win a Super Bowl at home. Oh. No big deal or anything. No big deal. So there's a lot of historical shit that is going on right now in the midst of the fact that some people are saying they're not going to fuck with the NFL because of various things that are going on socially. Sure. But being that like you're in Atlanta, you have a brand new stadium, the team potentially has a chance to make the Super Bowl. I think Bruno Mars. It was definitely Bruno Mars. Started this conversation on Twitter about who should perform and you know y'all should do a set with you should let me curate this i think you said you should let me curate a set that has like jermaine dupree and outcast and usher and you know all these people in it and it's like i wonder will the nfl go that far because they they've been ever since the janet jackson thing they picked like super safe acts no playing around, no shenanigans, no language, no Well, i'm nothing. sure they thought beyonce was safe. She right. ended up not I mean, she didn't. Well, she was only unsafe to like Rush Limbaugh and like Laura Ingram and these fucking assholes who like. That's still a consortium of people. Yeah, I no. mean, oh, they are people. Okay, I, I mean, for a was a moment. Humans. It was like a Super Bowl moment. Yeah, it was a moment. But okay, so do you think the, do you think the backlash for Beyonce's formation was as bad as Janet Jackson's nipplegate? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, I'm just did saying you say that nipplegate. Is that what they would call it? That's what they would call it. The that, nipple gate. Yeah. Like it had a thing. This is like, not the uh, first time I've heard nipple gate. That is the first time I've heard nipple gate, and that's wild. No, there's, there's <laughs> no way that Beyonce's formation was as big as that. No, it's not. But the fact that she had, she and her backup dancers dressed up as the Black Panthers at a No, time it was definitely too. a sign of yeah. like, it was a fuck you ish type of thing, like yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I just, I just wonder will the NFL give, like, will they make way for T.I.? Will they make way for future or two chains or or at amigos at the Super Bowl halftime? Because it you can't get away from the fact this is a black ass city. Now I get if you want to try to throw like fucking Florida Georgia line or somebody in there stop. just for the sake of like <laughs> they performed with <laughs> Nelly, but stop. Yeah, but if you don't if you come to Atlanta and you have the Super Bowl here and you don't have any rapper big black act. Come out and perform at halftime. It looks suspect. It looks sus. It looks oh, yeah. super no, suspect, and everyone will talk about it because it will look suspect as hell. I'm not saying you have to convince Andre. I'm just saying somebody Negro needs to come out <laughs> on stage at the halftime and at the Super Bowl. And I don't know who that person would be. I, I mean, maybe that's like, the problem. There's like no. I can't even imagine because if you really think about it, we've cycled through Bruno Mars and Beyonce twice times. in recent years. Think about it. And what's the other other like what's the other major act that's black who could do this outside of, you know, I mean if you want to Bruno is whatever argument yeah, you want to make, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's Bruno and Beyonce. That's it. They're not inviting Janet Jackson. And they had to have anymore. Coldplay on there just for right, balance. Right, for balance. Well, remember it. Coldplay was the headliner. Right. They were supposedly like Beyonce they made Beyonce and Bruno open for Chris <laughs> Martin. But also close. But also close. I mean, they came together. They so weird. Be, yeah. 
so weird. So who could they put up there with them? I don't think we could do Bruno again. You can't do Bruno again. Right. We've done Bruno. It would just be time. a joke at this point. It would be. Like I think the Outcast could do a dope set, a clean, safe NFL set that doesn't offend anybody. If they come out there and do so fresh, so clean, you might have to pull all of Andre's teeth out to get him to do Hey Ya. But even if you don't do Hey Ya, you could do so fresh, so clean, bombs over bad dad, Miss Jackson. I just wonder if the NFL will be down for that because I know they tried to offer them the Super Bowl once before and then Andre turned it down. Right. He's like, I'm not. But I think he's more mature now, like in the space of wanting to be interested in doing something like that. Plus, hmm. it's like his history. That's what I want to say. I would hmm. hope he would do it home. just for the history. I mean, like, they did the tour and I think maybe he'll be in a better space. Sure. And they did the Dungeon Family reunion at one music so, fest. What if they did Usher Outcast? And Migos. Oh my God. I mean, the med. I'm cool with the medley. Because Usher's safe. Usher is safe. I don't. I just. I wonder. And he's from the city. Yes, he's from the city. Right. But I don't know. I think they would want to do a medley because I, I don't see them just saying, let's just do Outcast or let's just do one person. I think they would want to mix it up just to guarantee that it's super clean and that it's also like. We'll cover the basis. We'll do R and B. We'll do a little rap. Maybe pull out a little Cardi B. Is Usher aged out of this thing? I think he's like at the point where it's super safe. Like he's aged to the point where it's safe. Right. Not like Bono. He, safe. I don't know. Well, he Stop would, it. But he would. But, he would, but it would probably be some shit like that, though, right? It would be Usher, Migos, yeah. Outkast, and Bono. And then they'd all, and then they'd all be, Bono would close it and they'd all be on stage together. Right. Like, and then, you know, I don't. What if we could get a, a, a Usher, Ludacris, Lil John reunion at the Super Bowl? That would I've be fantastic. Seen, here's the thing I love that in theory, but I've seen Usher perform. Yeah. It was at Beyonce's formation tour. We were there to see um, Mike's mom got us tickets. Good ass seats mm. to see uh, Beyonce's formation tour in Atlanta. And DJ Khaled has this thing where he doesn't fucking do anything. So he just <laughs> brings out like a whole bunch of like famous people. And so mm. Usher comes out and he does, yeah. And it was like the laziest performance I'd ever seen in my life. You could tell he was just over it. Yeah. He was just over, yeah. So I don't like, I love it in theory. I would want to be transported back to like 2003 to make that happen though. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. I would be hurt if it was a terrible performance. Exactly. I was hurt. At the Super Bowl, you can't. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Is Usher is Usher capable of giving a Super Bowl performance right now? That I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't. I haven't seen him perform. He would I have to really do like a Rocky sure. training session. Yeah, he would have to get, together, it, yeah, right? get it and be, get into some shit. But if they gave him some heads up, maybe we could get him. Okay. I just feel like we're gonna get Travis Tritt or somebody. Who? <laughs> Who is this? Like they're gonna give us like some country artists and they're I just gonna you, be. I like, thought you was gonna say Travis Porter, which say? would be oh, oh man. Would, if they, if oh NFL, my god! Listen, can you imagine how ignorant that would they would? Yo, it oh would my be god! Crazy if Travis Porter did the Super Bowl. I mean, y'all thought taking a knee was bad. Travis oh, Porter Super Bowl performance would kill. Yeah, kill yeah. views. People would be so mad. I would be excited. Ecstatic. Oh, the, the timeline would be fantastic. The, the best Super Bowl, the ideal Super Bowl performance would be FLY doing Swag Sir, mm. Travis Porter, and Young Jeezy and Gucci being on stage together. The <gasps> ideal Super Bowl performance for oh me. My God. Would that not be amazing if we can get cry. Gucci and Jeezy on stage together for the Super Bowl? 75 percent actually of the, the whole thing is just like a no shape idea what's going they, on but, but the awesome. rest would cry oh yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they did so icy at the super bowl all they'd have oh. to do is so icy they would shake hands and they would leave and, and yeah. leave and i would tell my kids about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be some shit that would be some shit. I'm it not gonna lie. Like, like I, I like this idea. Amazing. Yeah, Gucci and Jeezy. And I don't know how much that costs, but let's give out all the bags. Yeah, whatever it is, it's worth it. A rock, several rocks. It's worth it to let them split. They supposedly dollars. don't pay Super Bowl halftime performers. I I don't I, believe it. I would it. pay them. Actually, Gucci, Jeezy, Michael Vick, all stage together. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cry. Like <laughs> I'll cry. 
I would cry. What if they just stood there? I would still cry. <laughs> <laughs> just throw Mike in there for good measure. Just, like, just oh my God, all good here. measure. Oh, man. Um, one time I interviewed Bame Joyner, who works for the Center for Civic Innovation, but, like, got to start doing, like, music promo and stuff. And he, like, brought Drake and Kendrick Lamar to Atlanta and all that other stuff. And he had a suggestion that I thought was intriguing, which is that Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, not only perform but like curate the show in the sense i don't know because he was why. looking at it from Did the sense of Donald? i didn't but i should have because What's it's that? safe only problem with him is that i don't think enough people would know all the songs i didn't mm. catch you out i was like i didn't i didn't think about donna at all i didn't know i didn't mm. at all like, but, didn't but, at all. but like that's interesting i but mean why did why do you think donald uh, he thought Donald, I think because, I mean, he is well known, maybe not entirely because of music, but he is a name that he is, that is known for, and that he would at least have the taste and the sense to be able to kind of curate a set in the same way that I guess he does for like his show Atlanta. Right. So that would be one thing, but it definitely would have to be like full of like special guests. Yeah. yeah, like an anniversary n- homecoming concert. Yeah, I don't think there's any one Atlanta artist where you could be like, send this person out there alone to like slay the Super Bowl dragon, like Bruce nah. Springsteen or something. Yeah, I don't think they're there. There's nobody who could. Mm. I mean, it, it would only be Outcast together. Yeah, that would be it. That's the only act that could be that like make sense. this one act will represent. What we're gonna do without the special guest? But now I just feel like we're gonna we're setting ourselves up for disappointment because like, what if it really is like Little Big Town? Then what do we do? It probably will be. Can't. Can then I'd have to leave. The Super Bowl. Hmm? Can we boycott the Super Bowl? Like if they don't meet our demands. <laughs> then we can be just like <laughs> they don't meet our demands. Feel <laughs> like we're, no one's going. I feel like we should just send Twenty One Savage to be like a evil villain on TV and like progress like pro- like blast the You mean like actually be the Joker? Yes, yes. like hack this big screen at the drop top bins okay. and like put the 21 Savage meme up there and just like make demands via the 21 Savage meme. Okay. I'm, so I'm here for this. We should call Christopher Nolan, get his yes. money, kick him out because we don't want him actually directing this. We right. just want his budget. Just, yeah, yeah, we need that. And then project 21. Mm-hmm. We get Thugger to then save Mercedes Benz. Get him to come. Yes. Get him to come stay the day. I like it. Right. Right. He mm, brings like out Camila Cabello. Mm-hmm. They perform Havana. That's a safe song. That is a safe song. They this is working out all right. Song. Right. This is working out okay. You know what? And Donald Glover would curate that. And he, Donald Glover he, would. He, he would cur- think you, that. Yeah, we just fucking solved it right there. <laughs> we just fucking solved it right there. <laughs> That right there could be the Atlanta Super Bowl. This is America. Yeah. Oh, you think this he, is America? Oh, you think they would let him perform at the Super Bowl? No, no chance. <laughs> he said no chance. Zero chance he can perform. This is America. First off, Jerry I Jones guess. would have a fucking aneurysm. He would need Beyonce's <laughs> intel. He would not to have. He can't tell anybody. Yeah, he can't tell nobody. I feel like that's the only thing that makes Donald unsafe because he has that song. That's, yeah, that song made well, him like, unsafe. They would think he would do Redbone twenty times. Like Red, yeah, Redbone is a safe song. Yeah, and that's the one everyone knows. But right. this is America. Well, that's the problem. He only has two hits. Right. <laughs> one of them is very, very unsafe for public right. consumption. And one is very safe. Have you ever watched like reaction videos on YouTube of like no. white moms watching the Donald Glover video for the first time? No. That wait, shit those is exist? Hilarious. <laughs> what are the mo- What are the white moms shit- say? Oh, some of well, I mean, some of them, I guess, who are like more open-minded, try like look at it. And they're, they're shocked. They're taken aback by it, but right. they like try to understand the things. But there's some who are just looking at it like, oh my god, like when you. I'm so not ready for what's about to happen. Give me those dance moves. Uh, oh. What? Oh my god, that was really that was really shocking. That song kind of came and went in like a really weird way. In what sense? In the way that it was huge, like number one song in the country. Like I thought I was in an uh, alternative reality because I got off the plane from Miami and he had the number one song in the country, and I never imagined that for Donald Glover. And then it was just like off the charts. 
Like it just kind of well, vanished. They weren't gonna let that fire burn, but for so long. Yeah, I guess so. We gotta pour some water on that thing. All right, all right. Enough is <laughs> no, enough. No, no, like calm that down. Enough, right. yeah. Enough is enough. Like relax. <laughs> you gotta fucking relax. But I still hear people bumping that song in the street. Like Every I've been on Edgewood for the past. Like I've been on Edgewood a lot. I've been drunk a lot lately. A lot, mm. of, a, a lot, a lot more. So there's been a lot going on. I, this this is, for some reason, this July been a was a month on. of like hanging out. Yeah, there was a lot of hanging out. There was a lot of hanging out going on in July, and I've heard a lot of people riding around like bumping "This Is America," and it's like That's even like the fact that like you know the the transition and like the the singing mm. it doesn't throw anybody off. I see people jamming to this song. Like, okay, well. But no, he has zero chance of performing at this. God show. damn it! What, what do we do? Just let him curate it and let him stand up there and like. Uh huh. And be red bone one time. And be red bone <laughs> one time. Right. He had to find a way to like work Jaden Smith into this thing somewhere. Why does Jaden Smith have to come into this? I want Jaden Smith around. I want to see. I want to see more. I want to see what Jaden Smith does. Oh. I'm intrigued. Why do we have to constantly fight oh. like this? <laughs> First off, Will Smith being president should be a, like one of the rappers. Oh. He, Will Smith, oh. could could he win. Could run he, could for legit, he could legit run we for president and win. Will Smith. Shame wow. on each but, and every one of us. But he could win just off Instagram. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Without anything else. Yeah, yeah. He can give his speech via Instagram. And never show up to like a place and just. I would like, vote for him. Yeah, yeah, he had my vote. For him. I know. Jada be the first lady. Fire, <laughs> right? Like fire. How can we not make that happen? It's not the only way that would be like a tough race is would be if he ran against like The Rock. <laughs> I think you know what though. I th- I don't. I couldn't tell if he was joking or not. But I watched the interview uh, that he did with Jamie Fox. And Who the Rock or Will? yeah Jamie uh, the Rock okay and Jamie Foxx and Jamie asked him that and he legit said that he would run for president Holy he said shit. he would have to see so in his mind he said he would have to become you know more educated go back to school maybe like really like learn some things but he said he's he wasn't saying like he was joking he was saying it like yeah if I felt confident about what I wanted to say and had knowledge of the platform that I would, yeah, I would run. I was like, when oh, does he shit. have time when he's like not he would have fighting or befriending yeah. gorillas with Kevin Hart Yeah, and jumping off of cranes with one leg. Don't forget about that. He Wait, off, what? He jumped off a crane with one leg. My God. Yeah, How the, do you have time to work. study political science in that context? Have, like, he, he, he would have know. to quit that shit for like at least a year or a couple years. But people would vote for him. The, people would definitely the vote for The Rock. Would win. The Rock and Will Smith would definitely win. That would be a nice president, vice president. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Oh my god. Who has to fall back though? The Rock has to fall back. He has to be vice president. Yeah, he got to. Right. I mean, like just how well received Will Smith's been the last couple right. months. Oh, people love Will right now. Well, president. first he went from being uncool to being like uncool but fun dad. Yes. I mean, he did a couple bad movies. True. Uh, more than a couple. Movies. Yeah. That Several, a lot of bad movies. He's in a lot of bad movies, but his Instagram's fire, and you know all he needs is Instagram. Best Instagram on Instagram, Will Smith. What's Damn his man. greatest hit on Instagram? When he, well, he, to me, his greatest hit was when he did the Instagram live with the astronaut. Like he did an Instagram live with an astronaut who is currently in space, and an actual him. astronaut. Like interviewed the guy for like fifteen minutes about what. Everything. What? He asked them about, like, you know, being in space, what they were up there to accomplish, what it was. The, the I forget what the name of the effect is, but there's some effect that you're basically supposed to experience when you first get into space and you look back at the Earth. Like, when you see the Earth with your own two eyes, it's some name of something like a... It's not like a medical thing that happens to you, but it's some type of physiological reaction to seeing the Earth that happens to you. So he asked them about this and... How he pees and how do you keep pee from like going all over? He has some a lot of Will Smith shit. So you're telling me that Will Smith is better at Neil deGrasse Tyson's Tyson's job than Neil deGrasse? Yeah, Tyson. yeah, yeah. It was it was a thousand percent some Neil deGrasse Tyson shit. Fuck. So to me, that's that's probably his greatest hit. But the shit he did with the Kiki Challenge was pretty dope too. Yeah. So he's gonna bring back NASA. It seems that way. I mean, he's okay, got it. The presidency, right? You know, he's been doing the the didn't he do the voiceovers for? Uh, no, it's not planet Earth. It's the other Earth one. Uh, this this strange planet, this small planet, this something. Yeah. It's like a BBC. I think it's a BBC like 
you know, nature world documentary that he's like the voice of or something like that. Like, Bruce Smith can be fucking president. That's the point. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the bottom line. I can't believe we not think of him. But I hope that Summertime becomes a national anthem. Mm. I'm not yeah. mad at that. I wouldn't be upset at that either. No. That because be it didn't one. win a Grammy at the end, did it? It did not. And it's it the least we could do. For America? Yes. Yeah. I will start campaigning tomorrow. Okay. For Will Smith to be president. Because I feel like that's the least like we owe him that. Right. And <laughs> what, Jazzy Jeff can be like treasurer? I'm down for that. <laughs> thing. I mean, I just don't want Jeff in the White House. Yeah, yeah, sure. just be there. So at least get thrown out one time. Can one, you imagine yeah. if uh-huh. Jazzy Jeff got thrown out the White House? Man. That would, that would literally make Will Smith the greatest ever. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Uh, yeah. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, man. That would, yeah, be, that would be like a, a moment in American history. If we can recreate Jazzy Jeff being thrown out of a house, but making it the White House. But you got to have like the sprinklers and all that. Actually, I'll, I'll say I'm uh, upset Barack did not do that. He did not do did what? Throw Jazzy Jeff out the house. <laughs> like, what? You had the chance. Like, why didn't Jeff volunteer? Like, right. you know what? Like, hopefully, I was supposed to have an interview with him like this week. If I get a chance, I'll ask him. Like, have you talked to Barack? And how did you not get thrown out the White House? Like, you should have got thrown out the White at House. at least one time for cultural purposes. Cultural purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, Barack's been busy as he well. Hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Did you not see? I finally saw the video from the concert. Yes. Yeah. I finally saw it. Living his best life. Great time. Oh my God. And he's wearing what? A polo? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even. And I think it was. And the, the, the funniest part about the whole entire Obama Jay Z concert thing is that they the video that was captured that is going around the Internet was then was the Obama family, Barack and Michelle and. Sasha, I think Malaya was there. Was it just Sasha? I'm not sure. But they're all partying to niggas in Paris. And that is like the best part of the entire video is like of all the times you could have caught the Obamas dancing and having a good time to any Jay-Z song, any Beyonce song. That's the only thing. I haven't seen other angles. I haven't seen any other shots. I only see that one one video of them dancing to niggas in Paris and it is phenomenal. Nothing else matters. Nothing, Nothing else matters. matters. Like that's art. Like that's you can't true. make that shit up. That just happens. That's cuz of the internet, man. Fucking internet. I just want that in history books. Yeah. Like I mean Beyoncé's going to be history books, Jay-Z's going to be history books, but I need that moment like wedged in between well, yeah. like 2018 and like 2020 to give you a scale of like how yes, important these people were. How important that song is. Yeah, how important that song is and how it made people feel. Like Even an ex-president. Have there been any other presidents to attend rap concerts? I don't know of any other, like... Oh, man. I don't know. I've never seen a footage of Clinton at a rap concert. Oh, no. Okay, so if Hillary Clinton was going to attend one rap concert while she was running from president, who would it be? Macklemore. No, 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 it can't be Macklemore. Let's Push a T, but only because he advocated for Tim McCa- Tim Kaine. Karen Silver would make her go. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot just said Karen, here. Karen, a <laughs> lot was just said here. Karen, Karen whispers but, in Hillary's ear. Remember. But <laughs> I want you to know if Hillary Clinton went to a Pusha T concert. Yo, that would she might have won. Yo, no, but no, but you know what though? You know what? You know, you know what though? You know what though? That's legit. There's no if way she awesome, loses if, if, after yeah, that. Yeah, if she attended a Pusha T concert. No. Plus, can like, you imagine all the like double entendres and the metaphors that t- Pusha T oh, has man, done? Oh, man, are you kidding me? He would have rapped about that shit. The they, told her. they told him it'd be a whole different album. A completely <laughs> different album. A completely different album. That whole thing would have been, it would have been called Hillary. Right. And he would every single song would have been comparisons to dope and how white Hillary Clinton is. Like, every song, like. Kanye wouldn't have been able to get away with that seven song shit. Like, no, we're going to do 17 songs about Hillary Clinton and this white cocaine that I sell. Yeah. No, nah, Terrence couldn't help himself. That's probably better that it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
That'd have been crazy. I really need that cultural moment in my life. <laughs> Yo, like, I just need that moment. How did we not have that happen? Can you imagine like Hillary Clinton singing "Grinding"? <laughs> like that? No, no she's not gonna it sing to it. She's, what she gonna be doing? Is she's gonna be pounding on the fucking table like it's a fucking like school locker. Actually, if she would have playing on a lunch table to oh, grind, man, she would have won. Yeah, it'd have been over. She didn't yeah. need a death. Yeah, yeah the whole not. state of Virginia would have voted for her. Like Virginia definitely would have been a blue state. Who knew the clips was the way to win? That, was, that was it. That was it. These are cultural moments she missed out on. Man. I'm going to run her next campaign. Yeah. She needs a little guidance. It's very simple. It's not not that hard. She needs a little guidance. And plus, we all know this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. Nah. Nah, nah. I think she probably is going to, like, lick her wounds for a little while and then be like, I'm giving one more go before it's all said. Y'all have no idea what it was like in the White House. She thought she was going to win. They thought she was going to win. There's no way she's not coming back again. You can't. That's like the Falcons not going back to the Super Bowl. Like we have yeah, to go Yeah, yeah, you can't be that close to yeah, chase yeah. and not even There's no way. Like, I'm telling y'all, uh, I've known my dad for 27 years. I've never seen him almost cry. That Super Bowl, yeah, no. I, I almost saw a tear. Yeah, I no. almost saw a tear. Did you go to a Super Bowl party that yeah, year? Yeah, I went to uh, I went to Stats yeah. downtown, like right uh, next to the dome. I don't and know. <sighs> Look, if you were in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, like here watching the game, you have no idea the energy shift that came fourth quarter and overtime. I mean, third quarter we was like, "Oh my god, what strip club are we going to?" What Bro, are we doing I had the entire this? top like, floor stats screaming, "Fuck Tom Brady!" Like it was, go- it, it wow. was, a, we were like a mob of angry up. people. It was going crazy in there. Okay, so let's lest we forget, this is like immediately after like Trump got elected. We needed one win against white supremacy. We needed one Some win. Of the te- and I wanted this so bad. It was like... People wanted it for us. That was the thing yeah. about it. Like oh, Some yeah. of the text messages I got like just before the game started from Fight people the good whose fight, names right? who I would not mention was like... Do it for the culture. Like, no, literally like, I'm rooting for you guys. You know who I root for. I don't root for you, but... You have to do this. It was this. our moral imperative. Yes, you have to do this I knew right now. Who didn't now watch was, football? Who was just y'all have? I to never win. watched football, <laughs> and I was fucking have, there, right? Like I was at the polls. Like I had to show up, and they dropped the ball. That's why. But that's why what I'm saying about this year and like how this whole thing is gonna play out, whether it's the artists who perform at halftime, or just the idea that. This could be a really big year for the Falcons if they right. do what they're supposed to do. It's like maybe next season I'll have more like moral outrage, but this season I need something to happen. <laughs> so okay, this is a redemption year. Uh, yeah, I don't next, really, next I don't year. really have time for my morals and ethics right now. I have to root for the Falcons because I need this parade in my life. I need this city to be ignorant for like a whole I, week. I just wanted to see. I've never seen. The city of Atlanta win. Win. Right. Like they get to win something. Big, I mean, we like, win all the rap stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always it's, it's kind of funny coming from this city, living in the city, not having a team have a championship, but having all your rappers be like <laughs> thriving <laughs> thing in pop culture. Our yeah. rappers thrive here, but like our sports teams. Even Georgia got the championship snatched from them. Like <laughs> like that would have been a big thing. I mean, I'm not a like, huge college football fan, right. but that would have made the city and go crazy a little bit if Georgia had won. It would have been a moment. It would have been a moment. It'd have been a moment in the city for sure. But no, they fucked that up too. So here we are. Here we are at the precipice of glory. Oh my god. Um, I think we should wrap by answering this one question. Okay, shoot. The Falcons make the Super Bowl over at Mercedes Benz. What song do they run out to? Okay, can I go first? Really yeah, go for it. Waka Flocka. Oh, let's do it. Ooh. Mm, I like that. You're like, I'm not even going to debate that. It's just fine. I like that. Um, I'll say March Madness. Mm. Oh, my God. The real national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> the real national anthem. Okay. But but oh, let's do it is pretty fucking good. That's, that's that's going up. Yeah. But I can't be mad at March Madness. 
Yeah, I mean it'll be like it'll be chaos in there. I would say, and then I guess I would say anything by Shorty Low. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The horns, come on, guys. They know remix, yeah, for sure. But the remix though. First of all, can we just talk about like how insane that would be if the Falcons go to the Super Bowl and come out of Shotty Low? Man. We'd have we would then have to rename the highway. We would have to. Yeah, at that point, yeah, yeah at that point is yeah, at that point is first of all like, the parade runs through there. Like, straight to yeah, the Yeah, yeah, you have to make yeah, you have yeah, to oh, yeah. r- ride that thing all the way down the north side. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yes. The whole stadium's in tears and it's just running in place. Yes, exactly. I can't, like I've I've tried not to get like ahead of myself. I get very excited about the Falcons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the ignorant things that I'm going to do if we win the Super Bowl here, I just want everybody to be clear about what's going to happen. It's going to be bad. I'm going to enjoy every minute of it, but I will be a lawless human being for at least 72 hours. Just telling you that right now. It's, it's going to be bad. I want them to win for you. If I got to root for them so you can have your 72 hours, bro. I need that. I want to see it for you. Yeah. And in the meantime, this has been the Something to Say podcast. Mm-hmm. We are available, Super Bowl producers, for a substantial consulting fee. A big bag. Uh-huh.